the Extreme BPM with Mark Extreme on eJazz Radio. So we are talking to Navio. He has done a lot, put out a lot of albums, and he has a new one this week that we are going to talk about later on. But first, Navio, welcome to the show. Ooh, thank you, man. It's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure to be on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Yes. Thank you so much. Glad to have you on. Uh-huh. Last time we talked, yes. you had strength in numbers. Yes, right? yes. But for the new people that are joining us today, shout out to people in Zambia, shout out mm. to you guys. Mm. People that are getting to hear from you for the first time, uh-huh. what can you, how, how do you get even started into rapping? Um, well, I, I always had a very um, switched on family, just in terms of uh, their perception of music and how much they were playing around the house um you know my my brother was obsessed with hip-hop and the early hip-hop vibes my sister was always playing the most current music my mother as well was always in the top 10 you know uh, and my dad was very switched on with local music so the local ugandan greats um they kind of you know rose to the top um you know whether it's from the 60s 70s 80s 90s um so you know all of them were big fans of music yeah. and so i think from there i i just understood the fundamentals of music uh rhyme you know rhythm yeah. uh you know the vibe uh all of those things kind of came because of that and uh yeah man hip-hop was just what i fell in love with because i felt like it was the most honest you know i could really represent myself so that's kind of how i fell into it so they usually ask this question but uh-huh. which is interesting do you uh-huh. remember your first rhyme though uh yeah <laughs> i do i do yeah um oh wow oh maybe i don't uh i don't give jack because i'm a daddy mac and i'm coming in with the shack attack so you better watch your back don't slack because i'm the big the big the big the big the big the big the mac old school that's really when you just do that you don't need to talk about the year because the people are probably they know the era yeah absolutely yeah i was i was 10 years old when i wrote that so yeah so 10 uh, years yes and uh when you get to get onto the scene uh-huh. you came in a crew yeah yes so f- first you start ri- writing the rhymes at 10 uh-huh. but then how do you get in uh, to formulate a crew and have all these guys uh, come to the scene with you yeah. it was it was between two schools yeah so there's a school called saint andrews in kenya and then uh, hillside in uganda so there's a guy who's called abalang abalang was in the crew and he's divided between both schools. Yeah. He went to uh, St. Andrews first, and then he went to Hillside. Yeah. And so we call him the missing link because he's kind of the one who hooked up the group yeah. and then yeah. went missing for years. <laughs> and, you know, so he went to school with two of us who were in the school, which was me and JB, yeah. who were in St. Andrews. And then in Hillside, he went to school with uh, Papito and The Myth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it was, it was really... Uh, uh, a, a thing where he linked us up in a holiday. We came back from our school. They were, you know, he was now in the other school, came back from holiday from their school. And yeah, we basically just got in the booth together um, and started making music. Well, it wasn't the booth initially. Yeah. It was just talent shows. Okay. You know, we came on and, and originally the crew was much bigger than just us. Um, of course, they introduced us as the main guys, but we used to have like about 15 people who'd come from each school yeah. and they kind of be rolling with us. And so they were the guys who could kind of rap, but they weren't very serious about it. And of course, we were not going to just throw people out. These are our, all our friends, the whole basketball team. All of yeah. us can rain. So we'd literally set up a microphone on the edge of stage yeah, and each go and rap. 
our whole one two minute verses yeah until all of us 20 were done <laughs> 20, 20 people in the group it was called i think we called ourselves zulu squad yeah or something <laughs> zulu at, squad. Yeah, at first and then after like two or three weekends of doing that at a club called dv8 we're like this is this is getting insane yeah so we kind of you know cut away uh those who weren't really serious about it or you know those with uh who weren't really you know uh, i don't want to say not talented but just didn't they weren't work, dedicated yeah to it. yeah they weren't really dedicated to it yeah um or, or improving and uh we kind of cut those members away and it just ended up being us five okay so that's how we go from being the rough diamond rough to diamond. clear cut but that's how the name comes zulu. <laughs> zulu zulu squad which zulu is like squad. 20 30 yeah random uh, youth yeah. <laughs> ramshako youth <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, then you get to diamond. Yeah, well, no, no. Uh, the, well, I we are diamond in the rough, yeah. and that is when we shaved away everything else. Then we became clear cut, like okay. a clear cut diamond. Yes. Basically, that's how the name clear cut came about. So yeah, the song "All I Wanna Know." Yes, right. Yeah, wow, that was uh, that that one came out the blue. Biggest song in Uganda for up to like eight months. Yeah, uh, Juliana got on it, but couldn't make the video. Yeah. Uh, we do our first song, D&D sees us at a talent show, actually. So we've gone in, Steve Jean, who did my first song, the rap I gave you earlier. Yeah. At 10 years old, he did my first track. Okay. Um, that one, me, me, So we did that song. Six years later, at a studio where there used to be the only guys who used to make cassette tapes, it was called Kasiwukida. Kasiwukida. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we record another song there, which is actually on our first album called Nothing Wrong with a Little Dog. No, no, nothing wrong. And Steve Jean is on the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, yeah. man, it was a good, good time to be alive. When you can see Steve Jean in the studio yeah. singing. Um, so yeah, he was on that song and we had released that. Started doing it and many other songs, freestyles. And that's when DD saw us. DD brought us to their studio, Hope Mukasa Studio, Bava Studios in yes. Lobuja. We start uh, you know, working, knock out all I want to know almost immediately, and a whole album. Now the question was who whose decision was it to make the remix? Because you had the the version without Juliana. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> you might you really you really the archives, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was uh, I'm sure it was just the fact that she was there. Yeah. She was also with D and D. Okay. So uh, it was clear cut, and on the other side there was a group called IJ. Okay. I read the movie. I read Juliana Kanyamasi. So uh, yeah, I think they were recording something in the studio. Played the beat, and she was like, "Yo, what is that?" <laughs> we didn't waste time. We said, "Madam, please here's the microphone. Please <laughs> open that. We press record." Um, so it was one of those situations where she just felt the vibe, you know, yeah. which is how I've done it ever since. Um, so yeah, yeah, the, the song blows up. We're getting all sorts of nominations around Africa, getting flown out here and there. The biggest yeah. award for that was? Yeah, uh, oh wow. The one that we weren't given, actually. Yeah. Uh, Best Hip Hop, the first Pearl of Africa Music Awards, they gave it to a dance crew yeah. known as Obsessions. Before before the the, the girls group, okay? When yes. the guys in there dancing. Yes, yes. Uh, so that was a, a shock. <laughs> but I mean it was it was cool, you know. Core Awards um had us there nominated for most promising yeah. and uh, revelation of the year. So that's two nominations. We're 14, 15 year old kids being flown around, having lunch, you know, with coffee or a midday, 
you know, breakfast with Mutukudzi, you know, Salilo Solota, there's African legends, Habib Koite, you know, we're, we're rubbing shoulders with the finest musicians, you know, and we're, we're like one of the only hip hop crews around at the time. And we have your, we have your Big Lea Ring was the first video to play on? <clears throat> uh, yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the first definitely channel or an MTV base. MTV base. Yeah. yeah, that was that was yeah, that was big. That was big. Actually, sorry. Sorry, Ruckus, I think was the first one for MTV. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All I wanna know, everything else. <laughs> yeah, everything else that was before. Okay. So uh then uh when we when you move from that, yeah, you have yeah. the group. Yes. And then at what point do you decide, you know, to start making uh making solo projects? We, it wasn't. We did one whole album. Yeah. First major song was that all I want to know. On the second album, uh, I actually songs like "Let's Get It On" and, and uh, second album came out. We did songs like uh, "Superstar" with Bebe Cool um, and Batman Status. And don't ask me which which one was on which album. <laughs> um, uh, and then we do a third album. Yeah. When we're just about to go into A levels, and um, Dawu, who has the whole album at his studio. We've been recording like crazy, me and him especially in there writing concepts and whatnot. Yeah. We come through and um, you know, the whole thing basically like gets jacked basically. The whole studio gets jacked. I'm talking hard drives, yeah. computers, laptops, speakers, you know, mixing, mastering equipment, like everything gets yeah. jacked. Um, and so our whole album, we've maybe gone through like 13 songs so far, gets taken. Um, and that was really that was really depressing. I think mostly for Dawu, of course. Uh, who poured his life savings into that you know? yeah. so yeah we, we all had to regroup people went back to school we thought we'd have that to kind of bide our time as we got back to it but it's something that we never all recovered from yeah and then we all spread out for school as well one person was in canada another person was in germany i was in south africa um so we we're all pretty spread out yeah but uh was a hell of an album whoever has it out there <laughs> please i'm not angry yeah feel free to return it or just upload it and send and send yes. and send your link or yeah. anyone in the group. Uh huh. Agreed. Upload it. Yeah, and just send the link. Yeah, unless you use this, you were using it as a tea, maybe yeah. a teacup holder. <laughs> it could be yeah. for so scrubbing clothes. Was it a nice equipment? Yeah, yeah. The so, most funny part is people are taking my daughter and it being and might not be even into music. Yeah, just taking equipment. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's, and it's, it landed it's, in someone else's hand. It's at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> yeah, that's what's that's for sure. So you go on to a solo journey. Yes. And yes. What first, what is the first project you release as uh, as a solo project for you after this group, you know, yeah. having other commitments? So when I'm in South Africa, I start battling a lot. Okay. Uh, but that's never really been a side of what I do. We've, we've done it a little bit. There was a bit of competition at DV8, but then we kind of came out as those like commercial kind of rappers. Yeah. You know, with clear cut. And then I get thrown back into it. And South Africa, I think next to the States is maybe one of those places that was like the most ferocious as far as battle I'm seeing is concerned. Like they took that really seriously. So yeah. people were even like giving up on going to shows and they started going to battles in South Africa. Um, uh, it caught my attention when they started being a price tag involved. <laughs> when you're in uni yeah. and you hear, oh, there's this battle taking place, a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. Yeah. But that is, that is a whole semester of meals good yeah. meals every day yeah you know to 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 somebody uh, someone who's a student so i started doing the battles you know going across had my boy 
Kadu, Eric Kadu was, mm-hmm. you know, out there just being my manager, you know, <laughs> quote unquote. Homeboy manager. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't even say actually was managing. They were just yeah. standing up and cheering and, you know. Uh, but it was cool. We, you know, I, I really give a shout out to all those guys who yeah. used to come to the university and support me because South Africa is not the safest place. And sometimes we'd be in underground clubs, you know. Yeah. Really dangerous setting, you know what I mean? And, and, and still, um, they came to, to support their boy, you know, who yeah. was battling. And, and I really thank them for that. These are people who turn up in Range Rovers and Jets now. Yeah. Um, so big shout outs to them for, for that support. It really gave me a good you know, backbone and a great backup. Yeah. So, so when you re, when you when you get back, when you get uh, when you're done with school, you get back to Uganda. Yes. Uh-huh. Come back to UG. Industry's changed. Yeah. Um, they still, uh, they they barely recognize us in the street. Yeah. But they have this memory of clear cut yeah. as being that gold standard. Yeah. So I come back and I can remember going on a family trip, you know, and telling them, yeah, I'm gonna do maybe two more songs. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be it. I have a song idea called, you know, uh, Bugubu, yeah, something else. I'm gonna just do two songs and then, you know, I'm gonna hang it up, go into like, you know, the advertising space, see what's good. Yeah, they're all like, what? So all of that talent, all those scribbles we see on the back of your your work your work books yeah. that we sent you to school to use, all of that rhyming, you literally just gonna give it up. Yeah. So I was like, well, I mean, you know, let's see what happens after these two. Yeah. So do my two do my two songs blows up um you know there's a guy which um myth myth had seen this kid driving and thought he was really dope mm-hmm. by the name of Ernest and Seed. yes Gian, Gian, uh, thought he was really dope and said hey can you find he knew i was doing a session at kalenda hotel in, in Mesat, Ma- India. yes in Mac India. yeah um he knew i was doing a session there with washington Washington who was recording Bogumu. Yeah. Um a song actually produced by a South African producer. Yeah. Um and yeah, you know, he was like, yo, what can you put him in, put him in, slot him in somewhere. Yeah. So we you know, we slotted him into these two songs, one called Saluni, one called Bogumu. Yeah. That's why it's not like a huge feature. Yeah. Um because the method asked me to, you know, put him on and you know, wanted really wanted to push this guy, one of his fellow Tinder boys, I guess. Yeah. Um and yeah, man, he also just was a great student of the game. Yeah. And that's when we started, you know, working with one or two people in the industry to kind of push their careers. Not for anything else other than just being homies and, you know, the rest of it. But um, yeah, those songs really blew. Yeah, because you and, even did a remix for Bogum. Yeah, a remix with Peter Miles and he, he yeah. buried that. It, that was, oh my goodness, that was crazy. Yeah, but that was, that was my go-to guy since Ruckus. Because mm. even when we did Ruckus and MTV came, Remember, we um, two face flew in, yes. And he said, That song now, who yeah. is who do you have on the remix now? Can we go and do it now? Yeah, so we put Kleka and Two Face in Dibia, who was the hottest artist. He had just released African, African Queen. Queen, yeah. So you can imagine, but we've been doing it for a while, you know why? <laughs> so that's why we can't, we can't get everything in uh, yes. at, at the same time, <laughs> yes. So you have Saloon and Bogomo, which kind of introduced GNL also, yes, onto the scene, yes. Uh, so you you had an, an an original plan of two songs and then you get into yes advertising yes that changed promoters start calling yeah now you have this five mil here five m here this four m here now you can you come to Kenya now you can you the calls start coming yeah um and so 
I have to answer the call. You know, it's yeah. my nature. And uh, on the weekend, while you're looking for jobs, you don't have anything else to do. Yeah, might as well go <laughs> get those names. Yeah, and it starts kind of culminating in like five, six shows a weekend. Okay, it becomes a full-on job. And then I have those follow-up successes with every song I release. Uh, you know, people are like, "Okay, that's it for you." Yeah. And uh, I love that. I thrive on competition. My family are blicks. Yeah. Big on sports, big on competition, big on not confrontation, but answering the call, yes. I would say. So I release Bogumu, they're like, oh, that's it for you. I release Saludi, now that's it for you. Like, you can't I'm do like, anything again. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. Release Garo, they're like, that's it for you. I'm like, okay. Bad one for Kambucho, they're like, that's it for you. I'm like, okay. Wind it up, oh, that's it for you. Okay. Garo, that's yeah. it for him. So with all of these new songs I was releasing, now they no longer say that. <laughs> but then you, you, I remember yeah. when you had all I wanna know at the time. Yes. Because you are this you are rapping in English, right? Uh-huh. And then you come to the Ugandan market. Yeah. You really have to blend in and work with people in in Uganda too. Yes. But bro. you still have to keep true to yourself and yeah. who you are. How 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 quickly did you adapt to balancing both worlds like that? Yeah, I mean, what's funny is, back in those days, um, it was, you see, I think the, some of the media, <clears throat> they set those trends yeah. for a purpose. And it's a, it's a really easy narrative to follow. Like, this person is doing something we don't listen to. Yeah. Like, even, even uh, MCs and, and reporters on, for example, a 90FM or a Capital yeah. were saying those things. They'd be like, oh yeah, we don't listen to this. Freaky, freaky. Next song we have is from Gerald Levert. Yeah. And uh, this has been a huge number one in the country. So what we don't understand is next to CBS, there's a huge market for international music and there's a yeah. huge market for music of different languages yeah. in Uganda. And that is what, that is the concept that they try to take people out of. Right after CBS, they're following, comes the capital. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, they're, they're, it is, they're not as big, but you know, really, really adhere to. It's just because there are a lot of English stations. Yeah. But um, uh, that that is the case. So in those days, especially, we didn't care what you were rapping. In. Yeah. All of us were on stage at DV8, Babaluku. Yeah. yeah you know, sorry. Uh, I'll say Bataka Underground before Babaluku was even yeah. introduced to them. It was Lyrical G. Uh, 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 there's also uh, another group. Yeah, Lyrical G, Crazy yeah. Native. So he changed his name to Saba Saba. Yeah, there's another group too. <laughs> and uh, yes. In the US with Tasha and uh, Bataka. Yes, but yeah, Batawazi. Yeah, they Batawazi, wanted, yeah. yeah, they wanted DV8 though. They came, yeah, they they came out way, way, way after, like 10 years after. Um, and then you had uh, DJ Momo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, actually Momo MC. MC. Yeah. yeah, he was Momo MC. So that was the original Bataka, by the way. Yeah. Lyrical G, Momo MC, and. Uh, uh, Saba Saba and a guy called Shillings. Okay. Yeah, who was the English rapper in the crew? Um, and then yeah, so so we had that group. Then we had Clearcut doing Rizumu. We had Ryongo on the other side. Then we had the squad doing Aruganda, Swahili fusion. Yeah. The languages thing, it didn't even matter to us. We we're just like, are you dope or not? Yeah. Um, and I think that's it's such an easy narrative though when you're trying to position kids mm-hmm. against each other. That you'd be like, you're not representing Uganda. Yeah. Well, you're not representing Uganda because you're not rapping in the language, because you're not doing this, because you're not doing that. And I'm like, <sighs> it was such a letdown <laughs> for me. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, oh, what else do I really need to prove? Yeah. And what do, what do kids really need to prove? 
they have to keep testing you to see how you know keep. because when you when you live through the errors and you're, you're coming with all i want to know which is yeah. like almost almost 20 years ago yeah 2002 i think around yeah that. and then uh you have uh, uh you come from that then go solo do work as you go into bobo movie yeah you come into batman from come out again yes you do the uh, even the album have yes. the legend and, and oh, actually the good way to put it in perspective is like could you blame an atlas for what happened to his family during the civil war that he had to go to canada and now he doesn't know his own language you don't know no. there's so many factors as to yeah. why all of us do uh, all of us speak what we speak in fact my, me being in kenya you know for most of my life is probably a factor towards why when uganda ain't that amazing but you had people really positioned against each other mm. and they'd be like oh now you're now they'd always be like now you're now you're testing the waters if you go back to the clear cut albums this yeah. is 2002 2003 i was always the one experimenting with that luganda here and there to show guys where i was from yes. you know um and also you juxtapose the fact that my dad was a chief uh, uh sorry i'll say my grandfather was a chief you know um with the fact that I don't speak Luganda, just a generation after, yeah. two, gen- two generations <laughs> two after, generations later. you know, it shows you that there's a big, there's big issues going on yeah. for us, you know, to be able to control. But I mean, yeah, people really latched onto that and they're like, no, you're trying to blend and I'm like, I've been doing it since the clicker album, first of all, yeah. you know, um, and then they forget about Nauli Nanga. They forget yes. about, you know, those songs where I was putting in you know the Luganda trying to show my culture and let's not forget actually directly after let's not with percussion discussion yeah we have that blend which gets to uh both artist of the year uh nominations um and a couple other song of the year and that we did with percussion discussion who yeah. are who are Sewanyana and the Afrigo band yeah percussionists we did that local grungy album drums and MC you know, which was regarded as a real, you know, native album. Yeah. You know, they called it, oh, your native project. You know what I mean? And we did that in 2003. And it got nominated against Peace Square yeah. at Core Awards. We're going for a million dollars with our percussion discussion. So <laughs> whenever people say, oh, you're not really, what are you representing? Why do you feel like they always have to? Well, it's always like lingering over your, your yeah. head. Like you always have your easy target. Big, and uh, yeah, I mean, my you know, my uncle was just like, because you're just bloody good. Yeah. They can't tell the difference between you and a lot of artists that, you know, I they, they praise of the world. So I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, easy, easy target. You know, I mean, I, I try and stay humble as well. And then um, there's there's a moment where you almost played into the division when there was yeah. the Luga flow and Yuga flow. Yeah. And there is that. Yeah. I, I was the biggest supporter of Luga flow. I think I was even the first guy to go and make t-shirts of it. Uh, but when their leader had to come back, Babaluka is like, oh, it's so much easier to position us being at odds with yeah. each other. You know, it's the one thing. It's like, it's like Adolf Hitler finding the Jews. Oh. You understand? You you want to act like there is an imposter in our midst. So that's kind of what he did. He's like, you know, you got to be an indigenous MC rapping in Luganda. Yeah, they called it Lugo Flow. I was there at the inception of Lugo Flow, Luganda Flow. Yeah. Now. A few years later, uh, AY comes into town, links up with Baba, they do their song. He's like, oh, by the way, hey, you know, Luga actually means languages. <laughs> yeah. So now they try to take it bigger and be like, yeah, Luga is actually all languages. Yeah. All indigenous languages, you know. And I'm like, actually, it was just Luganda for like yeah, 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I was there. 
Yeah. No, I made the first t-shirts. Yeah. You understand? <laughs> like I'm, I'm not trying to. I've been there. Twenty five yeah. guys. I've been there. Um. So that kind of came, and they put us at odds. So I was like, you know, I'm just gonna create Yoga Flow. Okay. I can't if I can't be a part of. Not that I'm trying to be. I created and I promoted and I pushed. Me and Myth pushed your movement. Yeah. We we're one of the first people who said your name on international platforms. You know, we said the local floor and they were like, oh yeah, local floor, you gotta be indigenous, you gotta be this, you, you gotta be. Uganda. They put so many rules on Ugandan kids. I was like, man, you've got dope Ugandan MCs who rap in Chinese in China. You know that? Yeah. They're dope guys who rap in, you know, Cantonese, they different, different languages. Different languages around the world. It's just yeah. about being dope and using the language you're most proficient at. Yeah. So I said, you go flow. Any raptors from Uganda, you take your Luga to be all languages in the world, you are Native American, Uwahu, you know, summarize, you know, do that. <laughs> I'm just going to take care of my people at home. Yeah. You go flow. Rap how you want. Be dope. Push yourselves. Push the limits. Get more talented. Work on your craft. That was, that's what it was about. So, yeah, it wasn't really me being at odds, uh, but it kind of was. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It kind of was. Yeah. I was just saying, kids, feel free to be free. Yeah. Feel free to do you. You know, at the end of the day, all of these rules, you're talking about too much bling, mm. you're talking about too many is now you talk about the ghetto too much. Yeah. There's no such too much in creativity. Yeah, something you know. creative. That's yeah. It. So uh it's almost twenty years of you doing this, right? Yeah. When minus adding the term uh, the time, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean when you're coming out to the mainstream <laughs> yeah, and putting yeah. music on. Yeah. So uh what keeps you interested? What keeps you going? Because we have a new album that we're going to talk about yes. it's coming out this uh, Friday, guys. Right? I think what keeps me interested is actually the new blood. Yeah. You can always learn from the new guys who are doing the new wave. Yeah. And I feel that's one of the things that a lot of my peers in my generation and before, we feel like what we were doing was the end all. Yeah. And then when you hear something new coming in, you're like, ah, look at these guys. They don't know how we did it in our day. <laughs> yeah. Then I hear those guys every five years it happens, you know. Yeah, and to me, I'm just yeah. moving, yeah, I'm just moving being my own trending artist while they're having those arguments you know what I mean? yeah so every five years i hear oh what are they doing oh what are they doing oh what are they doing yeah. next thing you know i've been here 25 years you know what i mean um and i just my last album got album of the year and i'm like you can't hate you need to see what you did yeah inspired something in the next generation yeah that is why for example um common with his raps of us can rap now on a track you can feature him in there or you can feature a jay-z in yeah. there because you have taken from what he used to do and put it in this new style in it that, might be yeah. very different but there is going to be similarities in your either what you're talking about or whatever that came from those guys before you yeah you, you put nas on with dj Khaled the other day yeah on a on a new beat it sounded like the kid just came out yesterday you know what i mean this is nas yeah you know these dudes these dudes is 50. You know what I mean? Um, so I feel like you can always learn from the new generation rather than be like, ah, ah, give us our boom, yeah. boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. I was there for that. No. Back you know, boom, boom. All I do is win, win, win. I was there for yeah. that. Let them do their thing. You know, trap. I was there for that. Yeah. This new wave of whatever's going on, drill. I was I'm there for that. Yeah. You know, I want to challenge myself as an artist to be able to do all of those. So the new album. Yes. Vibes out the east. Vibes out the east. Vote. The one before was strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. Right? Yes. So now there's vibes. Hold on. Yes. Before then you had half the legend, right? Yes. Why, the what is the status quo now? 
uh, half the legend. Uh, <laughs> now I'm a legend and a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. half the legend. Yeah. 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 And, and hey, what, what, for people that just that didn't uh, Warren, because yeah. I know there are a lot of people that are around 21, 22. Yeah. Uh, half the legend is my maiden, my Made, first album. And, and the show of that. Yes, first concert, first hip hop, major. In stadiums where people don't, in yes. in, in venues where people don't, yeah, don't didn't think that hip hop shows would actually yes uh, flourish and and attract big numbers. Yeah, ten thousand. And 10, that album did that. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a feeling because we had released K Squared, uh, and we were supposed to do it as a launch. Actually, it's the reason launches are called. Well, concerts are called launches, launches yeah, yeah. because when you do a launch, it's a, like a press launch. It's like a cocktail party. <laughs> you know, that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And we were supposed to do a few songs at Garden City Rooftop. Next thing you know, we've invited 100 people, about 2,500 shows sure, on the yeah. Garden City Roof. Yeah. By then, they don't even show how many people it can hold. Yeah. We do our show, police shut it down. And from then on, yeah. that is why all of these shows were you know, which which they call launches are actually yeah. concerts. That's what we call them now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 how that came about. Um but yeah, to 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 have half the legend, you know, uh come into a space like it was in Uganda yeah. and have such success as an album and as a concert was was a real blessing. After that, uh, we had Pride, after that, uh the Chosen, uh after that uh, oh, I missed that African Hustler music. Sorry. African Hustler. After, <laughs> after Legend. Well, but then now Strength in Numbers, and now this is going to be my sixth album, for, uh, Vibes Out the East. So. Vibes Out the East. What, yes. what, how did you come to that title? Uh, I think, you know, music has kind of had that round, round robin yeah. of, uh, that round robin of moving around the continent, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I remember when I was a kid, Congolese music was the riot. Yeah. Then it moved to the Yvonne Chaka Chakas. Yeah, South Africa, South Africa had it. Yeah. You know, then they moved back and like, tried to, with the Kutis, try to go there a little bit. Um, oh yeah, moved there with the Divanges. Then came back to East Africa with the, with the Kenyan, the Navelesses and the Peter yeah. Mars and Bobby Wine and Wahoo, who they were trying to push with the new MTV. Yeah. Um, and then it went back to Nigeria. And it's basically been there, <laughs> you know, ever since. So <laughs> for me, I was like, what is our vibe? What can we contribute? Yeah. You know, that's kind of what I wanted to start looking into this album. What is our vibe? You know, because we we got the vibes. You yeah. Know what I mean, so now it was about, you know, knocking out those vibes out the East, those finding out what those vibes are, starting to research that so that we can bring African music into our fold. Yeah. That was kind of my, you know, uh, initial idea. What's happening out there? You know, what is already dope? What can I do and what can I add that's Ugandan? And what can I add and keep, you know, that's Navio? Yeah. It's it's a blending album. You okay. know? It's like a good Johnny Walker blend. I was blending, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> I with what's it. already out there and what could possibly be out there. Yeah. yeah. So so we we have a couple of features on there. Oh yes. Uh <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Uh we've got Ben Paul, uh Tanzania, Stogie, Stogie T. So to me, the to me from to me on the volume two okay. people like Ade, Stogie T, one of the most respected MCs on the continent, or if not the world. Um, we've got uh, Inviri, the storyteller from you know Saudi Soul Soul Generation. Yeah. Uh, 
We've got all a whole gang of producers from Aethan, Samurai. We've got Lillian Babazi uh, on there as well. Lagoon, the storyteller, who's the new blood yeah. uh, in, in Cloud. We have Flex the Paper, the myth. We've got Bandale, who unfortunately is one of those artists who passed away. He was a, a new actor, kind of came into the game, then he passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been a real, it's been a real blend of acts um, that are on the album and producers. And I just want to send a shout out to all of them and thank them so much for, for being part of Vibes Out The East. Vibes Out The East. So what are we playing off the album? Uh, we, we're going to play them, first of all, the Inveri song. Yeah. Let's do it. We're going to have to play that, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to play them one with Eddie Wambara. Okay. Yes, Eddie Wambara as well. Uh, that's going to be a surprise one that we we're gonna play for the people of the show, um, and uh, yeah, I think after that, we want to hear Nabio rap. Do we want to hear Nabio sing? What's it gonna be? You've done both before, so yes. <laughs> oh, let's uh, let's let's keep them let's let's keep them in that hip hop. We're gonna do one called Sunset Drift. Okay. Sunset Drift off the album. So yeah. Those so, three. so the album, guys, is out right now. Go and get it wherever you get music from. The album is Vibes Out the East. Yes. And Navio is here. Absolutely. How can people connect with you and how can they reach out? Yes, please. Uh, you know, link us up. I guess social media is probably the quickest. Yeah. So on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Navio Music. Uh, it's also Navio Music uh, on our Snapchat and the rest. Um, and just look for Navio, N A V I O, on Facebook. Um, it'll be, I'll be out there. The one who's 500,000 strong <laughs> and hopefully still growing. Yeah, absolutely. So so this is this is your sixth album? This is my sixth album. Project. Actually, you know what's funny? It's so weird to come from an era where online was not a feature, well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. to be here. And now you're here and you're putting out another album. Beautiful thing. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Nice, nice. Absolute privilege. Thank you, man. Big fan of the show. Thank you so much. Guys, we shall be back next. Or probably when I have something else. <laughs> Absolutely. Navyomusic.com. Link us up. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, 